0: Sixty-eight hours after issuance cdkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources if
1: you'd like to make your nfl games a little more interesting you've come to the right place it's the even money podcast with ross tucker and steve fezik yeah vegas baby vegas it is the even money podcast presented of course by the number one rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker. He is Steve Fezik. We are going to get into the NFC season win totals momentarily. Beyond fired up for that. I'm giving out Maddens, by the way. Every week over the next six weeks, I'm giving out a free Madden code. All you have to do is get the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone, throw in the code, Ross, Whether you can deposit in your state or not, I'll tell you what you can do later because you can do the free survivor pool thing. Either way, that's how you get the free Madden over the next six weeks. He's at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the shows and all the clips, including all the magnificent things I take notes on that Steve says today, all available at Ross Tucker Pod, or our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Please subscribe, by the way. I am giving out shout-outs on the regular. Steve, I've got, like, I'm in a good mood today, okay? And let me tell you why. A couple of reasons. Number one, on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast today, for the first time ever, I did my division winners, I did my wild card teams, I did my Super Bowl champion. So that just puts you in a good mood. Number two, Steve, I'm going to be in the booth on Saturday. Middle Tennessee State at Army, a real Division One college football game on TV, and I'm going to be there. And it's like actual live football, and I'm getting paid to call the game. I'm fired up. Sharp money on
2: Middle Tennessee State. The line has dropped from five down to three. Army is a three-point favorite. Ross Tucker – what are the odds that you will cite the point spread during the game? I think a couple years ago, I would say not going to happen. Now I would bet. Yes, it will. 0. 0.0 still. I am
1: not, I am not doing that until they tell me to do that or they show a graphic. Uh, you know, it's my understanding. It's still not quite there yet um, in terms of the spreads on, on networks that, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't even ask him that question, but let's put it this way: I'm not, I'm not mentioning it unless they say I can. I think it'll be interesting over the next few years. By the way, how that sort of transitions uh, over time. Steve is the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Westgate Super Contest. We're doing NFC win totals today, but still got a lot of stuff going on in the bubbles, Steve. And every week I like to get your sort of quick hit thoughts on the other sports before we dive into the NFL.
2: Yeah, so in the bubble, I have to question whether Milwaukee isn't a bully. Built with a great bench to beat up on NBA teams that are not deep, and now that they've got to play teams that are contenders, teams that could win it all, I'm worried about my Milwaukee bet. I bet Milwaukee three to one, and that was not good against Miami. The fact that Chris Middleton, who struggled mightily, actually played a really good first half, and Milwaukee still got rolled by Miami. I think Milwaukee's in big trouble, and I think we're heading towards a Lakers-Clippers final. I know it's a semifinal, but it's starting to look like a final.
1: Wow. That's unbelievable. Um that would be that would really be something. I mean, man, I got to tell you, Steve, I don't really care that much, but I'd be rooting for the Clippers just because that would be so amazing. And I like LeBron, but that would be so amazing for Clippers fans in Los Angeles. Like, can you imagine they finally win the whole thing and it's against the Lakers? The only thing that would make it better is if for that series they're like, we're going back to LA. We're, we're we're going back to LA for that series. We'll just bu- everybody sleeps in this in in the stadium in Staples Center all week. We're going back to
2: LA. They could do that if it was the finals, not the semifinals. Unfortunately, I got a feel you know this Clipper group. It's all it was almost like summer camp, where everybody didn't want to be there. So you saw five guys check out of um, the bubble during the summer: Harold, Lou Williams, etc. And you got to wonder if that time they spent away from summer camp, like uh, you remember the movie Meatballs where Rudy tried to leave the the, uh, summer camp and um, Bill Murray brought him back. Um, That wasn't good that they missed all that um, practice time, especially with two new starters coming in during the year and obviously the two superstars. I wonder if that's going to be the difference, not having that time to gel during summer camp in the bubble.
1: Well, one of the differences that's been for me over the years has been the BetQL app. I found out about them a couple of years ago, and I really just use it to kind of reinforce what I think about the NFL stuff. You can also, though, go ahead and you can see what they do in other sports, their information, their advice in other sports. BetQL has sharp data for NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and the NFL, and college football. I mean, you go. They have the data. It's like they scrape every website, every algorithm you could ever have. Get the BetQL app on your phone, or go to BetQL.com, enter code ROSS20, and you'll get 20% off your first payment, which is pretty cool. BetQL.com, enter code ROSS20. We are entering the NFC season win total bet steve and i'm very fired up about it. how about last week no best bets and in fact we went head to head a number of times i don't like it steve i got
2: to be honest with you i feel better when you and i are aligned oh no question about it and you know that's the beauty of the wisdom of crowds and the wisdom of sharps wait for ross and i to align on something And that's likely the time to go ahead and fire on your bets. All right. So let's get into the NFC,
1: and we'll start with the Arizona Cardinals. I should point out, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, that, of course, I have the DraftKings Sportsbook app on my phone, and that's where I go for the most up-to-date season win total numbers. So this whole segment is a DraftKings-sponsored segment because that's where we're getting the lines, of course. So, Arizona Cardinals, seven. They're over under a seven, Steve.
2: Over seven, best bet. I'm sure we have to pay extra big. How much big we got to pay on that over, Russ? Minus 130. Minus 130. I I love over seven. It's all about Kyler Murray and his improvement last year. Wasn't very good early on in the year. First four games, 0-3-1 for Arizona. From memory, Kyler Murray's. QBR, I think it was around a 45, well below average. Average is a little bit above 50. After that point, Kyler Murray was, I believe, the 12th best quarterback statistically in the NFL. And I think that that's more representative of how he'll be going forward. And now he's got Hopkins as well. So um, now we're gonna have a situation where Arizona can run the three and four wide receiver sets that Kingsbury wants to run. Um, and he's got three good wide receivers to do it with. Further, Arizona upgraded its defense. Patrick Peterson was out for, I believe, six games on suspension, so that D isn't going to be good, but it won't be as bad. Arizona over seven wins. Best bet, two units. Wow. All right. Um, I like it, but I I can't go
1: there. Um, I'm going just to lean to the over. just a tough division. I mean, I guess – You know, to your point, Steve, if they get to seven wins, you push. And it's hard to imagine that they wouldn't get to seven wins. So I take that back. You know, getting eight wins is tough, but I do think that they get to at least seven. I I think they're a seven or an eight-win team. I don't see them only winning six. So I'm going to put a unit on the Arizona Cardinals – over seven, because I'm with you. I think they at least get the seven, and you push. So we actually do have a best bet. The best bet. Atlanta Falcons up next. They're over under seven and a half, Steve.
2: Yeah, so Atlanta, you've got to answer one question when you're betting the Atlanta Falcons that defensive improvement last year was it a mirage or was there something behind it. So Atlanta was terrible, they're 1 and 7, and Quinn's about to get fired. He's calling the defense and he's like, "You know what? I got nothing to lose. Raheem Morris and company, you guys call the plays on defense. Probably won't matter, but we'll try it." And all of a sudden, Atlanta's defense is good. The second half of the year, Raheem Morris gets promoted, becomes the defensive coordinator. Can they carry this over and have a decent defense this year? Because you know Atlanta's going to have a good offense. I'm not sure the answer to that question. I do. I want to play Atlanta over, but if I look at the strength of schedule, Atlanta has an extremely difficult schedule, so I cannot do it. I'm neutral on Atlanta. Yeah, this
1: is a this is an under lean for me because I think Tampa obviously is going to be a lot better with Brady instead of Jameis throwing a million picks. So this is an under lean for me. I think they're a 7-8 win team. I think this is the right number. If I had to put a dollar on it, though, I would go with the under for the Atlanta Falcons. All right, next up, it is the Carolina Panthers. And according to DraftKings, their win total is 5.5 with the juice slightly to the over.
2: Going to lean to the under, I think this is a year that you have to look at continuity and Carolina has none of it on defense. They lose eight of 11 starters. Obviously they bring Bridgewater in at quarterback. You bring in Matt rule, whole new coaching staff, too many moving pieces for Carolina. And frankly, Carolina is a team I want to bet against early in the year because of it. Betting markets agree with me. The Raiders are at Carolina. Money just poured in on the Raiders. Um, They were, Pick them earlier in the summer. Raiders are now laying two and a half at Carolina, and the Raiders aren't very good, and they're not very good on the road. So, the fact the Raiders are almost a three point favorite at Carolina tells you what Vegas thinks of these Panthers. Lean under.
1: Yeah, I'm not just leaning under. I'm putting two units on the under for the Carolina Panthers, and I'm bullish on them long term. I think Matt Rule is awesome, but I mean, you've got a new OC in Brady, a new DC in Snow. The defense is crazy young, and they've lost most of their studs from that side of the ball. I don't know how Bridgewater will be when he's not surrounded by those awesome Saints skill guys, and more importantly, the incredible offensive line the New Orleans Saints had for him last year. I don't see him getting the six wins. I think they're a four or five win team, and that's fine, but I'm putting two units on the under for the Carolina Panthers. Up next, it's the Chicago Bears, and they are at seven and a half with the juice to the over seven and a half.
2: Oh, you're killing me! You're killing me putting the number at seven and a half, but that is what it is right now. It's been eight throughout the summer. I gotta be honest, I made a big bet on the Bears under eight wins at seven and a half. That's like a 50 cent move, by the way. So, under eight, lay a dollar ten. Would be mathematically equivalent to under seven and a half, um, where you would want to get plus a dollar forty. So because of that move, I don't know if I can make this a best bet. But you know what? I'm so bearish on the Bears. I'm going to go ahead and put a unit on the Bears under. Here's why: Bears won eight and eight last year, and they're about the same team this year. So why shouldn't they go eight and eight again? Because they really weren't eight and eight last year. There's three games that you got to put asterisks by. They had two close wins against Detroit. They beat Driscoll and they beat Blau in close games. If Stafford plays, they go one and one likely in those games. And they go to Minnesota week 17, where they would have lost, but they won by two points because Minnesota played all their backups. So the Bears get a cheap, uh, uh, phony win week 17. This was really a six and 10 year. Montgomery, their running back is hurt. What are they gonna do, run Cohen? What, what is he, Ross, four, six? Um, and the Bears skill position players, other than Allen Robinson, I don't like. I don't like that, that they're not deep at all. Running back and they're already injured. Yes, the defense is good. Seven and nine for the Bears, under one unit.
1: You know, I, I think I agree with you, especially because I think Detroit's going to be pretty good. We'll get to that. But I'm going to put one unit on the Bears as well. I think they're going to be flip flopping quarterbacks back and forth. I don't think either guy is the answer. The O-line has issues. They have running back issues now. And we'll see what the defense can do. One unit under for the Bears for me. It's another best bet. The best bet. Next up, we have the Dallas Cowboys. You might have heard of them. It's nine and a half right now
2: for the Cowboys with the juice to the over. If I can get nine and a half, I will go over on the Cowboys for two units. Call this a Squaresville play because I know Dallas is the sexy team. They now have, with Lamb coming in, rookie wide receiver, they got three good wide receivers. Dak was awesome statistically last year, a top five quarterback. I don't really like McCarthy at all, but you know what? I hated Garrett. So how much of a downgrade – Or I think it's an upgrade to go to McCarthy – Because of the transition, that's a negative, but bottom line, Dallas statistically was a team that should have won 11 games last year, at least 10. You look at their yards per play differential, they gain six and a half yards every time they snap the ball. Their defense only gives up a little less than five and a half. So this is a team that somehow found a way to only win eight games, and I think a lot of that was under Garrett and bad coaching decisions. And I am a believer in Dak and that offense. The defense should be improved. I'll go over the nine and a half, two yards.
1: Yeah, you know, earlier I didn't feel this way. But I just, I mean, they're not going to lose. I I can't see them losing the Giants or Washington. That's about four wins right there, right? And then even the Eagles are already limping into this season. I I mean, right guard, left tackle, first-round pick receiver. I mean, two of them are out for the year. They're banged up. I, I don't like it. I think the Cowboys probably do win 10 games. I think they win double-digit games. And right now, as I said on today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast, I think the Cowboys are the favorites now to win the division in my mind, just with the Eagles being beat up like they are. So I will also put two units on the Cowboys over nine and a half. Another best bet. The best bet. This is almost getting a little scary now, uh, we're agreeing so much. It's the complete opposite of last week. Up next, the Detroit Lions, their total is 6.5 with the juice to the over, minus 143 on the Detroit
2: Lions, Steve. Well, I gotta tell you at six and a half, I love the Detroit Lions over six and a half. Of course, you gotta grade me at the the VIG at the minus 43. This is a three unit bet at six and a half. The Lions were pretty good last year with Stafford, three, four, and one. Uh, Somewhat unlucky in some of the games along the way. Certainly once Driscoll and the much despised David Blau took over, they were very unlucky in close games. So Detroit finishes the year with only three wins but they go three, eight, and one in close games. So that's 12 close games. Ross, if you win half of them, you're supposed to win six of them. So I can make the case Detroit, even with these stiffs at quarterback, should have won six games. Well, now you got Stafford back and Stafford's a top 10 quarterback. Blau was, well, apologies to um, Falk with the Jets. Blau was the second worst quarterback I've ever seen. Um, Because of that, you got to feel Stafford's worth two wins. And look at the week one line. Detroit is hosting Chicago. Um, I don't have an update on the Detroit fans if there's not going to be any, but if there are, it would just be a sparingly small amount of fans. Detroit's laying two and a half to three right now hosting the Bears without a home crowd advantage. That's saying Detroit is every bit as good as the Bears, which I agree with. To get Detroit at six and a half, over six and a half, three units, my biggest bet, best bet.
1: Wow, Steve. So, I I like the over for Detroit as well. You mentioned most of the points there. I mean, it's Stafford. Uh, Stafford was playing extremely well. He's back. They're going to win at least seven games. Two units over for the Lions. Another best bet. The best bet. All right. Next, we've got the Green Bay Packers. Interesting one the Packers are. Eight and a half, Steve with the juice slightly to the over.
2: All right, I'm gonna show a little discipline here. I would have best bet the Packers under nine. At eight and a half, I'm gonna lean under eight and a half. This team won 13 games last year, but they were a fraud. The problem is everyone knows that the Packers were a fraud. So I believe they were eight and one in close games. They won all these close games. The underlying numbers, the Packers were slightly outgained over the course of a season. The bottom line is this team should have been around a nine and seven team, and I don't see him being any better. I see him being a little bit worse. So uh, Rogers, the rep is that he's a top ten quarterback. Heck, when you interview every NFL executive, every um, every one of these combined polls says Rogers is a top five quarterback. Never mind that the stats disagree. QBR last two years, Rogers average. Sixteenth and twentieth. You look at the next generation stats on Rogers in terms of expected completion percentage. He's awful. He's actually well below average. I believe the last two years, if you look at him versus an average quarterback, all right, freeze it. He's throwing the pass, and next generation stats says an average quarterback should complete that sixty-five percent of the time. Well, Rogers is actually three percent below that the last two years so he is an inaccurate quarterback right now he's only 36 so and you got to wonder about his attitude where in desperate need of a number two wide receiver the packers trade up to get jordan love so they waste basically their first round draft pick and then the second round draft pick they take dylan out of boston college who doesn't catch passes well if i was rogers i'd be very upset possible locker room issues you know, I have so many reasons to play the Packers under. I'm still going to do one unit Packers under eight and a half. Not happy with that number though.
1: I'm going one unit over for the Packers.
2: I understand everything
1: you just said, but it's year two for these guys in Matt LaFleur's system offensively. I do think they made huge strides last year defensively under Mike Petton. and I just think Aaron Rodgers is on an FU tour because of them drafting Jordan Love. I think they win 9 or 10 games. They're not going to be what they were last year. I think they win 9 or 10 games. One unit on the over. Actually, you know what? Two units. Grade me two units on the over for the Packers. Steve and I going head to head there. Up next, we've got the Rams. Their total is eight. Straight up eight.
2: Juice slightly to the over. Yeah, and I'm going to go under on the Rams. You know, they are in salary cap hell, and because of that, they had to let guys go under the radar guys, guys that matter. So on defense, they lose two really good linebackers, Littleton and Fowler, and both those guys get really big contracts. So the Raiders and the Falcons think very highly of these guys, and yet, but the marketplace doesn't really react to um, you know key linebackers leaving the fold. I know Gurley was not impressive, but they're unproven the Rams are at running back. And that's critically important because Goff needs the play action to be effective. We've seen that and we saw how much he struggled without that last year, Rams under eight and a half wins one unit. I'm with
1: you on this one. I'm putting two units on the under. I mean, they still have O line issues. There's the wins are gonna be hard to come by in that division. I mean, that's a rough division. Wins are hard to come by. You got to have somebody at running back. You can't just throw the ball at Goff all the time. Defensively, you said exactly right with Fowler and Littleton. Two units under eight for the Rams. Look, I don't think they're getting the nine wins. I feel like on that one, at worst, I push. The Vikings with the big move, Steve, and the big trade for Yannick Ngakwe, they're at nine right now with the juice
2: minus 150 to the under. Yeah, I'll lean under on the Vikings. You know, I would have played them under, but this is a big trade, I think, is the Vikings, that defense lost so much. They lost at cornerback and certainly at defensive line. When you lose Griffin and then you lose two nose tackles, Pierce just opting out, all of a sudden you say that's just too much. I don't think that they can overcome this. As good a coach as Zimmer is with his defensive orientation. But picking up, um, thank goodness you pronounce it Ngakwe? Yes, (laughs) <laughs> he uh that certainly helps bolster the d-line and in zimmer we trust since he took over coaching 2014 mike zimmer 62 percent against the spread i don't want to best bet against him i'll lean to the under yeah i'm gonna this is a pass for me
1: this is a straight up pass nine is the right number i think they're a nine and 17 wouldn't be shocked if they went 10 and six wouldn't be shocked if they went eight and eight this is a pass for me the New Orleans Saints, their number is 10.5 uh,
2: with ba- basically even money, pretty much. 10.5 for the Saints. You know, I got to be honest. Here's a team I really think is just lined perfectly at 10.5. My one advice with the Saints is historically they've started so slow. How slow? The last six years, weeks one and two, 2 and 10, straight up 1 and 11 against the spread. If you're going to bet the Saints, I think. Look to bet against them in September, and then look to bet on them as the year goes by. But season win wise, it's a pass.
1: I think they're really good. Uh, it's a lean to the over for me, uh, probably a heavy lean. Yeah, uh, you know, I think there's a pretty good chance they'll win 11, but just a heavy lean because I do think you know the Bucks are coming in that division. Next up, we've got the Giants. Let me ask you this, Steve. I'm looking at the DraftKings app for all of these, as you know, and the over/under is six, overs minus one fifteen, the under minus one hundred six. But then they also have an over/under of seven and a half, where the over seven and a half is plus two sixty, and the under seven and a half is minus three thirty five. So I didn't know that they did that—that that they would give you other other totals and just change the juice that much. Yeah,
2: so alternative totals, that's a great option that they put out there that's available. How to price these things, I often speak about half a game is worth about 50 cents. So if you are looking at the Giants under six, what was the under six number again, Ross? Was it minus 104? You said something like that? 106. 106. Minus 106. So if if you play under six and a half, it should be minus 156. Add an extra 50 cents in VIG would be a fair price. Now, without going into all the mathematical complexities, you can't just keep adding 50 cents as you grab each additional half game. It has to be more than that. The best evidence I can give is if you could buy 12 games, you could play the Giants under 16 and a half, or I guess under 18 and a half, and you'd always win. So because that's why those, that big number is going up into the minus 300 level. So that's properly priced. It's about equivalent. I do like the Giants under under would be a two-unit bet. It's all about strength of schedule last year giants strength the schedule very easy second easiest in the league this year second hardest schedule for the giants so if the giants could only win four games with a cupcake schedule last year how in the world are they suddenly going to win seven games with a much more difficult schedule in a transition year with an unproven head coach and joe judge coming in a second-year quarterback that has to go through all these transition issues in Daniel Jones, and a quarterback that fumbled 18 times last year under on the Giants' two youngs.
1: Um, I, I, I think it's a fair number. I think six is the right number. Uh, they're just a pass for me. The Eagles are up next. Their total is nine with juice slightly to the over, minus 134 on the DraftKings app. What do you got
2: for the birds? I will lean under on the birds. And this is an example of back in June, I probably would have leaned over. But what happened to the Eagles the last couple of years? Injuries. Injuries have killed this team. Cluster injuries at wide receiver. Cluster injuries in the secondary. And now they got cluster injuries. Well, Ross, you should talk about this. You're the O-lineman. You're used to being moved around when there's injuries. And the issues that happen with the blocking schemes, I think this is a huge deal for the Eagles. That's the reason I'm looking under just a lean though.
1: So, you know, for me, this would be a pass. Um, This is tough, man. I mean, I got a lot of faith in Peterson and Wentz and a lot of the guys on this team, but their O-line issues are real right now. Sanders has been banged up. Now Rager's banged up. I mean, it's... It's tough. This is a pass for me. You know, part of me wants to say the over because I feel like they'll get to nine wins, but I'm just gonna pass this one with the Philadelphia Eagles up next on the DraftKings app. The Niners, they are at ten and a half with the juice to the
2: under ten and a half minus one twenty five. Yeah. So the Niners just had a guy uh, show up on the COVID list, I believe, and and it. This makes the markets very nervous because whenever you see that, there's always the concern of, "Uh uh-oh, is is this going to be a situation where there's going to be more guys potentially that are going to show up on this list? And we're going to see this, I think, throughout the NFL year. There's going to be some teams that are going to have issues with the COVID testing and with possibly players testing positive. I'm worried about the Super Bowl hangover. It's one thing to lose a Super Bowl. It's another thing to lose a Super Bowl. You probably should have won like the Niners did against Kansas City, and you got to wonder how that is going to impact the team this coming year. Ten and a half, I'm going to pass.
1: Ten and a half would, would be an under for me, probably. I'll put one unit on the under uh, for a lot of the reasons that that you just mentioned. Obviously, they had a terrific season, but the Super Bowl hangover is real. We've seen it time and time again over the years. You know what else is real by the way, Steve? Listen to this. DraftKings, because it's start of the season, they've got the most unbelievable no-brainer offer right now I've ever seen. They're giving you you can have a free bet on Kansas City plus 101 points. Not free whatever you put down, but Kansas City plus 101 points. So even if Kansas City loses by 100 points to Houston, you still win big with DraftKings Sportsbook. On top of that, they're giving away up to $100 million in prizes to anybody that enters their free Survivor Pool. I'm actually going to do that this week. Why not, right? Free Survivor Pool. Instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. I love Survivor Pools. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROS to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer. That's promo code ROSS to get in all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's get with it, Steve, with the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks over under nine and a half with the
2: juice to the under nine and a half for Seattle. And before I get into the Seattle, let me emphasize with DraftKings, you absolutely have to do this. You have to do this. DraftKings is literally giving away free money. That, um, that deposit match, you got to roll over 25 times, but that bonus that you're getting, that's just free money. Why is DraftKings giving away free money? Because, It makes them look extremely attractive if you look at how many new um, users they're going to have. So it's a loss leader. It's like selling donuts for nine cents. Go in there and get your free donuts and uh, absolutely make that happen. Moving to Seattle, interesting team, Ross. Seattle's overrated. They were 11 and five last year, but here's a team. They went nine and two in close games. So if they'd gone six and five, Seattle would have been an 8-8 team. I think they should have been an 8-8 team. The underlying stats are that of an 8-8 team. You can argue Russell Wilson's awesome. He is awesome. But Russell Wilson was just under 50% in close games prior to last year. So you can't argue that clutch Russell Wilson is going to win most of these close games. However, you can make the case Seattle had the hardest schedule in the NFL last year. Now with an average schedule, that should pick them up an extra win. Adams at safety great pickup that should make the defense better so now I'm getting close to where Seattle should win nine and a half games I'm still going to lean under because I don't like the hit Seattle's going to take with a limited home field home of the 12th man without the fans that's uh, one of the teams that's going to be hurt the most lean under Seattle nine and a half wins. I think this
1: is the right number. This is a pass for me. I I guess if I had to lean, I'd lean over. Look, I have Seattle on today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast win the division. I think that they'll get probably that 10th win, but 9.5 is a a good number for them. That's a pass. Speaking of 9.5, Steve, on the DraftKings app, we've got the Bucks at 9.5. This time, though, the juice is to the over, minus 125.
2: Yeah, and I'm going to play under for two units here. It is all about Tom Brady. There's a lot that I actually like about Tampa Bay, especially that defense last year. Tampa only won seven games last year, but they really should have won eight, if not nine, with um, all the close game losses and Jameis Winston and the interceptions. But I don't like Brady. I just I the problem with Brady is everyone's like. You got the greatest of all time. Well, you know what? Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time. He wasn't very good his last year with the Washington Wizards. So Brady, if you look at his accuracy last year, he completed 61%. The NFL average was better than that, around 64%. So Brady had been accurate just the two years before he had completed two-thirds of his passes. He had a clear-cut decline last year. And in next-gen stats, they measured how was Brady versus expected completion percentage. And he was bad last year. He was the number 32nd-rated quarterback. He didn't throw the ball long. His air yards were below average as well. So on short passes, he was inaccurate. Now you, you question, well, is it because he just didn't have any weapons, and now he's got these awesome weapons? But um, a lot of these stats, these next-gen stats – they adjust for how difficult these passes are so if i have an aging quarterback that fell off a cliff that started to fall off the cliff last year second half of the year having those weapons is going to help but those weapons evans and godwin are going to require longer throws down the field and it would not surprise me if brady suddenly became a quarterback that was a liability for this team i'm on an island here everyone else obviously loves brady because of what he's done historically and he might bring a better effort from this team. That's certainly true, but I'm on under two units, Tampa Bay. I'm going the other way because
1: his name's Tom Brady, and these are the best receivers he's ever had. I think the defense is a lot better than people realize. Uh, One unit, only one unit, but I believe Tom Brady doesn't win 10 games in a season when I see it. Over nine and a half, one unit for the Bucs. Finally, we have the Washington football team, they are at five with decently heavy
2: juice, minus 143 to the over. Yeah, I'll lean to the over five. Washington catches a break with um, in a COVID year. Washington doesn't have a home field advantage from the crowd, so no crowd, limited crowd, no problem for Washington. That way the Eagles can't take over their stadium, and when Washington goes on the road, they won't get booed as loudly. Um, it's all about can Haskins play a lick at quarterback because if, if he can, this Washington D line is awesome. So they should get out. Their D should be greatly improved. Might even be an average defense. Uh, McLaurin is a really good wide receiver. And if they get any kind of decent quarterback play, Washington should be able to win six games. I'm not sure that's the case though. So just to lean to the over. Yeah, I'm going to lean
1: under uh, their left side of their O line is scary. I don't mean that in a good way. They don't really have weapons other than McLaurin, and I think that's a bad combo for a young quarterback learning a new offense like Dwayne Haskins. O-line plus lack of weapons plus all the -the off-the-field stuff. I'll be leaning under on the Washington football team next week. It is week one where Steve and I make our bets against the spread, including for the Thursday night opener every Tuesday Make sure you're listening or watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash NFL. It is going to be absolutely epic. Tell your friends. You know what our track record is. We should brag about it more. It's really good. I'll give you the short version. It's really good. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, guys. Hope you guys win some money.